We get John Moxley's answer. Everyone wants a piece of Christopher Daniels, and DDP makes us feel the bang. Buckle up after buzzers. It's gonna be a good one. I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, Ah, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are coming to you live from the world-famous AfterBuzz TV studios in sunny Los Angeles, California, and if we got a show for you, but before we get started with all the dust-ups and fisticuffs, let me go ahead and introduce the amazing panel I get to work with today. First, to the far, far left, he is a law doctor and the oh. international <laughs> wrestling super scout, whether it's in Germany or Jamaica or right here in the U.S. of A. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for Roger Corral. Woo! I'm your 20- number one fan. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you guys. And uh, to my other left, she's worked the sidelines, she's worked the runway shows, and she's worked the ringsides here in the studio with us today. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for Jessica O'Connor. Jack, you forgot to add that I'm now a dog mom. She's a dog mom. And I have puppy sleeves. She's a puppy. You are You're, you're missing very, the important you're very things in my life. You're sliding into Cruella DeVille territory with the uh, <laughs> I could only dream, Jack. Jack. <laughs> I could only dream. Uh, and hailing from inside the booth. He's calling the shots and turning up the volume while managing all the bing, bangs, and booms. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for the super producer, Josh Alonzo. What's up, y'all? 2020, let's get it going. <laughs> They're going wild in the booth. <laughs> Popping some bubbly like a champion himself. And I am your benevolent host, Fancy Jack Farmer. Woo woo. Fancy Jack. 2020 is coming at us crystal clear. (laughs) We've obviously got all the fun segments, the lead of the week, the runway, all that good stuff. But first, what did you guys think of the show? I gotta let my hair down for this one. Yeah, I have mixed mixed feels. You know, we're not here to be negative, but I don't know (laughs) if this was their best show to date. I'll leave it at that. We've had a long discussion backstage. It was. A, I feel like it was a polarizing episode. There's no way you stepped into this episode with a full smile and you came out with the same amount of smiling. Well, the I did. The smile meter should have changed at one point or another. Okay? I love this episode. I absolutely loved it. That, there's some dissension in the ranks, folks, because I love this episode. These two are still getting over a holiday hangover, apparently, but... I thought this was such a fun, fun episode myself. Um, Let's go ahead and get into it. Let's talk about it. You mentioned that not everyone left with a smile. I kind of agree with you on that because Moxley turned down his opportunity to be a part of the biggest and best team in all of wrestling right now, the Inner (laughs) Circle. He gave us a little bit of a, a tease. I actually really enjoyed... Uh, something Jericho said. He said, Elvis is a jackass, and if he was here, I'd kick his butt. 
I loved it. Just a great, great little line. I wanted to throw that in Isn't there. Isn't Elvis's birthday this week? It is. And they were in Memphis. To, and they're so in that's Memphis. like a double Today. like Today that is, is the day. Yeah. Taking Savage shots at mode. the king. And I mean, Jericho would know. He's a rock star himself. Jessica, he he started off by saying he was gonna join. He took the keys to the car. Did you see this coming though? Um, I I thought he would say no, but the way they did it, I did not expect. I didn't expect him to unzip his jacket and have an inner circle shirt and to kind of like embrace everyone and be like, yeah. And then I also didn't expect him to. Just kidding. Like, I, I know this isn't what happened, but it almost felt like he was going to join the inner circle, and then he felt the energy of the crowd, and that everyone hated it, and he was like, wait, no, 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 just kidding, Sorry. Wait, you think he pulled an audible? No, I mean... <laughs> I think he pulled an audible. I would like, like to, wait, what? Wait a minute. I would like to think that. I know that's not what really happened, but right. that's kind of what it felt like, <laughs> that he kind of freaked out. He's like, oh, shit, they don't like yeah. it. Sorry. Did you like it? Did you like how this whole thing played out? Did you like him kind of teasing the inner circle and acting like one of them before popping bottles? No. I think he should have either just said no and been done with it, or he should have said yes and drug it out a little longer. Like, the just kidding for me was kind of like a, well, what was the point of that? Drug it out a little longer, as in, like, next week, not... Or the week after. I don't know. Like, it could have been... I think it could have been more effective if they would have built this up over time and it was, like, a big betrayal, kind of like the MJF, Cody Rhodes thing. I would have loved that if for nothing else but to lord it over Anissa for at least a week. Yeah, exactly. Moxley joined the inner circle. Technically, he joined for a few minutes. He was a member. He did say yes. Technically speaking, I was correct. Roger, you are a law doctor. Am I (laughs) technically correct that he joined the inner circle? From a legal standpoint, yes. Yes! <laughs> you heard it at first. It's Case closed. Fact. Case closed. I am not licensed, though. <laughs> I am not a licensed attorney. Just want to throw that out there. That, um, yeah. put, put that in the disclaimers, the small writing on the bottom of the screen. The asterisk, yeah. Uh, how, did, uh, how did you feel about this segment, Roger? Did you enjoy it? I did. Okay, I feel like if you're going to entice someone to enter your group, I think you need more... Excitement. I think there wasn't enough bubbly, first of all. Mm-hmm. They needed more bubbly. Major shortage of the Major bubbly. Major shortage of bubbly. A little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> <laughs> Very little. Yeah. And there was no confetti. You need you need a celebration. And Ooh. yeah, that like because nice imagine like you you set up all of that. Maybe he does last longer. I, yeah. I, I I'm kind of starting to believe, yeah, like John Moxley went for it. And the crowd was not pleased. You could hear I, a pin you drop. Could, like, it yeah, was awkward. It, it was awkward. There was it, no uh, clapping. They were kind of <laughs> panicking. Like kids oh. crying. Right. There, there was that kind of like... <laughs> especially as it drug on, you could feel that like, wait, no? Like, yeah. Why is this so off? Like, yeah. why, why is this still going? Yeah, there was definitely tension that but, needed to go. But I, I, but overall, I really enjoyed that. So, uh, Roger, you are a law doctor. Um <laughs> Is uh is I have to ask you though, does Moxie get to keep the car or is that a conditional gift? Does he have to give the car back if he's not going to be a part of the inner circle? I feel like that falls under conditional <laughs> gift category as a as a Judge Judy aficionado. Doesn't that fall under the? Can uh, I have to take that to gift? small claims? It, it depends if it was a promise <laughs> or if it was an actual contract. So, so there, there's there's different types of promises that follow. In order to have a contract, you need a, an offer and an acceptance. So a gift falls under a different criteria. 
I'll just take it off his hands, guys. Like, <laughs> it, I'll just make it easy. You can send it to me. No problem. Case closed. I, uh... I love that car. Funny enough, those are the cars that they use, I believe, in Ford v. Ferrari, which is a great movie. Check it out in theaters everywhere. Uh, <laughs> uh, Josh Josh in the booth. Moxley had the opportunity to join the inner circle, but he turned them down to stay on his own. He made the wrong decision. Am I right? No, he's a lone wolf. He shouldn't be joining whatsoever, I feel yep. like. He's a lone wolf. Come on. He is... The as what they said in his old company, he is the lunatic French. He shouldn't join whatsoever. I'm sorry, Jack. You'd have to be a lunatic to not join the inner circle. They're cool. Three versus one here. Sorry. I just want to say this. When I we were talking about the NWO before we got on in the air, it was heated. (laughs) (laughs) So Sting was a loner, and Sting joined the NWO. And I think if someone like Sting can join, then John Moxley can definitely join the inner circle. And he should have. And he should have. It would have been good for his career. Because I think they blew it now. I think if they tried to do this later, it would be weird. If they were like, oh, no, this time I'm going to join for real. Yeah, he's going to want to join later, and it's too late. What if he were to join the inner circle, branch out, and form the outer circle? (laughs) The outer circle. (laughs) And it would be a red and black version of the inner circle. (laughs) And all their instruments music would start with a wolf wolf howl. Uh, Yeah, you know, maybe, I think maybe they should have... Maybe the inner circle did drop the ball here. Maybe they should have pitched the whole thing to Moxley a little bit better. Maybe sold it a little bit harder. And speaking of promoting and selling, Jessica, can you tell all the amazing people here where they can see shows like ours? Guys, you can see shows like ours every single day here at AfterBuzz TV. We have our YouTube channel. We have Instagram. Facebook, Twitter, every kind of social media you can think of. And it's so easy for you guys. All you have to do is follow, like, subscribe, comment, engage. Whatever you can to help us out, we really appreciate it. Yeah, and thanks thanks to everyone who watches live here on YouTube and in the chat. Uh, I don't have my laptop with me. I'm flying blind, but I'm sure we've got... uh, Shockwave in there. We probably Anissa. got uh, Anissa. Anissa's in the chat. We got Bosa. We probably got Dylan Matthews. We probably got uh, Eric Clark. Eric Clark. Dang MQ. Dang MQ. <laughs> external shockwave. External shockwave. Everybody Always we need. controversial. All our homies. All the homies. Thank you so much for joining us. And you know, I visited back home as a lot of us do during the holidays, and I was happy enough to find out a lot of my family members watch the show. I was very oh. excited. Shout out to the so, shout, out to so the shout out to my mom, my sister, Hallie and Mike and <laughs> my grandpa Joe and everyone else that watches back home. Shout and out also, grandpa Joe. Matt Farmer for for giving me some advice and feedback as well. Working up at Defy Wrestling. I want to give them a shout out. Nice. Um, real, whoa, quick whoa, the, whoa. real quick to the fam. Uh Someone who wasn't giving shout-outs in a positive way was a, a fella named MJF. Mm, that guy has issues, man. Wah, Today, wah, wah. he came out, and shocker, he cut a little promo. <laughs> and people were none too happy to hear this guy talking. Uh, he basically <laughs> wanted to get an answer from Cody Rhodes about whether or not Cody would face him and accept the stipulations. Now... For those of us who may have forgotten what the stipulations are, there's three of them. One, the match happened, has to happen at Revolution on February 29th, 2020, their next big pay-per-view. He has to beat Wardlow in a steel cage first. That's uncalled for. And number three, <laughs> and this is the big one, 
live on TNT, Cody has to get down on all fours like a dog and let MJF whip him ten times. That seems like a little fantasy. Yeah, like, we're, we're entering some. Oh, <laughs> like why do you want that, MJF? Like I think that's something why wouldn't for we want that? Your therapist, <laughs> maybe not for national television. I hope it happens on Rock and Wrestling. <laughs> 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 this is cable TV, guys. Come on. Um, I I love that it's so horrible the things he has to do because <laughs> I I don't care how much I hate someone if that was the rule I I feel like yeah maybe I don't hate him that much I I wouldn't I don't I wouldn't give into it Would you guys give into it Would you let someone whip you ten <laughs> whip times ten. for the opportunity to beat them publicly in front yeah. of the whole world yeah. Maybe. What, I'm not here to discuss my personal life. Like, <laughs> come on now. Maybe. maybe. So instead of instead of maybe, maybe. <laughs> if I had the opportunity to, to like, because maybe I can set my own stipulations after. Like, well, I beat you, so now because I beat you, <laughs> you have to go on all fours, and I get to whip you. Like, you know, we could throw it right back. I, Who's to say he set those stipulations? Who's to say Cody can't set them back after he beats him? Cody well, does. He could run ban the him company. from AEW for life. Yeah. Does this guy not remember that Cody runs the company? Like, like he can like, set any stipulation he wants. He's the boss. That's true. He hasn't flexed it's a dangerous that card game. yet. It's a dangerous but game he can. It is. But he can. Now, Cody never came out, but the <laughs> legend, Diamond Dallas Page, comes out. And after cutting, <laughs> bang! Light the fuse, feel the boom. External shockwave said, very kinky. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs> that booth yeah. is going wild tonight, That's, guys. Uh, so, so <coughs> DDP comes out and he cuts an amazing promo on DDP Yoga and why we should be buying it. Uh, Jessica, this question's for you. Do you care when you see wrestlers from previous generations come out, or are you just like, whatever, dude? Let's get to the people who are. That's a good question. Um, I was kind of into this guy because <laughs> I just. For the fact that he's an old guy still out there kicking ass. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously, I don't have the attachment and the investment that you guys have that watched him yeah. wrestle. But I still thought it was cool. Yeah. So you like seeing the the older guys yeah. uh, participate. I, uh, I like that a lot, actually. I've wondered that. Because I'm like, if I've never seen this, I'm like, they're beating up a senior citizen. Like, right. really leave him alone. But he, I thought right. it was cool. Like, I, <laughs> I, I like that he's still doing his thing. Like, after all these years. I think it's dope. I uh, Fun fact, I saw DDP win his first world title at Spring Stampede in the 99. And uh, if you watch the tape, you actually see me walk by at one point during the match because I wanted to be on TV. So I walked down and I did. <laughs> I don't know what to believe you. Are you, being, are you being serious? I'm totally serious. I walked down, I, I walked down the, the stairs. Oh, down the steps? And, I, and, I walk, and then I walk across just so you... <laughs> That's cool. Like very slowly. A small boy in a suit and no... <laughs> <laughs> in a little suit. In a little suit. <laughs> just a little suit. And a microphone. Do your bang. Uh, yeah, I... Um, uh, <laughs> so yeah, it was... Uh, so I was there... Uh, one of the, my favorite things is why DDP is talking. You notice MJF is on his phone, just not even <laughs> listening. But the best part is, if you checked out Twitter, he literally tweeted live, will this old fart ever shut up? Oh, oh he God. actually tweeted? That's <laughs> I didn't know that. That's great. That, which is fantastic. And then he told DDP, dead is the average age of your fans. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Which is the coldest <laughs> thing I think I've ever heard someone say. I'll give him that. Uh, on a promo. 
Uh, <laughs> th- this was this was fun, a good way to keep MJF as a top heel. Uh, Butcher and the Blade come out, and they also, get a- be- before that he even he uh, he insulted DDP's family. Oh, so, he did. Oh, yeah, yes. just want to throw that out there. Things got pretty yeah, personal. He had mentioned his kids and his catchphrase "bang," yeah, using them together in an inappropriate way. Uh, <laughs> so of course, DDP was unhappy about it. Uh, but Butcher and the Blade come out. They get a pair of diamond cutters for their troubles. Roger, are, should we expect? Do we assume that Butcher, Blade, Bunny, Wardlow, and MJF are a stable at, at this point? Yeah. Overall? Kind of like the the elite, though. I think I, I think so. I think everyone found their clique of friends. This is turning into high school real quick. Yeah, yeah. Like, you got yeah. you got your it goth group on clicky. one side. It's very clicky. well. They're all goth groups. It looks. Like. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. a goth high school. We have a very dark school. <laughs> it's a goth high school. Academy for the goths. <laughs> At this school, it's the jock that jocks that get picked They're the on. losers. Look at those weirdos wearing Letterman jackets. Abercrombie and bitch. tossing that pig skin. Right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they're they're kind of a, a team together. They're they're official. You'd, you'd, yeah, I, I think so. I, I think. I mean, why would they even come out for such a situation? The fact that he called them out just to handle one but guy w- facing but him. But were they needed? That's my point. Did their presence I mean, like really add to this? So then they have to be a clique. You yeah, know? I think it has to, yeah, to, yeah. I think it's really just to reassert that they're all together as a team. And it, it does give MJF a little bit more swagger knowing he's got a crew with him. You have to have a crew. But point. I think they need point, MJF yeah. more than MJF needs them. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Were they, did they look like chumps today? Butcher and Blade? Well, they've been looking like chumps for a while. They look a little chumpy. Yeah. They, they, they came in so strong, and I was so pumped about them. And then they just sort of drifted off. And I think that's why you have to be careful with clicks. And maybe that's why John Moxley changed his mind. You know, like, <laughs> at some point, the, the group kind of, yeah, you create your own identity, and it's not working for them right now. Did you guys like this segment? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I did. I, I thought it was and, fun. And DDP actually got a great pop. Like, he got a great yeah. reaction. And I think that's really cool. It shows that there's a lot of fans that do follow a lot of these wrestlers. He knows how to work a microphone. Yeah, he does. He yeah. actually got the crowd really into it. And they were chanting, and he got like, where is this? AEW. Were they chanting where? yoga? They were. Like, we DDP got a yoga, yoga chant. Like, Yo. I don't yeah. think I've ever heard that before. Right. <laughs> we got a yoga You're chant. You're not going to get that anywhere else. <laughs> that's what sets AEW apart, is that we have yoga chants. <laughs> Um, I told you guys, I tried DDP yoga. I, I got flexible. I stopped after a while. That's my own personal issues. Do you <laughs> still have it? I still have it. Could that be a segment? Could we do it? Should, a little do you want to do a DDP yoga, yoga together? That, let's We're going to work on this, yoga. guys. Let's just align some chakras, guys. Let's align those chakras. Uh, we could learn a move. That could be a new segment. That'll this be is, nice. This is a new DDP yoga move. Warrior pose. Everyone hold for five seconds. You in the crowd, too. You in the crowd. <laughs> That'll be fun. That, uh, so, speaking of unofficial stables, the Elite teamed up to take on Private Party. The crowd was really behind Hangman, it felt like. Matt Miller, coming to get it on. I missed my Teddy yeah. music. So, <laughs> Hangman, Hangman seemed super over. So did Omega. I'm a big Private Party fan, but it really felt like Hangman and Omega are at different levels than those two. They sure. are. Is that being fair? Is that a fair yeah. thing to say? They are. I just saw Wrestle Kingdom this past weekend. If anyone follows, um, I was going to ask you about that. Other wrestling yeah. promotions. Um, and um, 
New Japan Pro Wrestling had their big event this weekend, and Kenny Omega was always a huge part of that. And yeah. that's where he got big. So it was kind of sad not seeing him there this week. Uh, so yeah, when you whenever you see him wrestle, like he's just on another level. AEW was undefeated at that show. They were. John Moxley John won Moxley. all his matches. John Moxley, Jericho. Jericho they, uh, they all came out looking strong. Hopefully we get that little New Japan pro wrestling and AEW team-up that they keep talking about. But uh, talking about team-ups, Private Party, there was a moment where one of them imitated Kenny Omega. And <laughs> he got booed yeah. for it pretty good. Should Private Party turn heel? Is that like what's kind of next for them at this point? I mean, they're a party. You know, they're supposed to be fun. They're supposed to be happy. I can't really see that. For it's them. a private party, It's though. a party that you're not oh, they invited could, like, to. Oh, what if they turned into, like, security guards and, like, blacked out glasses and they were just like... Yeah, this isn't a public a party. Yeah, party. Yeah. I, I can't imagine Mark Juan with his gold hair in, a, in a, like, a riot They'd have to, like, suit. shave bald and, like... Uh, I don't know if that's for them. I feel like right now there's there's more opportunity for them as heels in a tag team division. Yeah, I, I guess I could see that. I think the crowd loves them too much though, because their their yeah. move their move set naturally makes you awe. Yes, mm-hmm. that's so. Fair. So you know you can't you can't boo a guy that's like flipping all over flipping the place. all over the place. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. kind of hard. That's absolutely fair. Um, now th- during this, they they were they've been teasing issues in the elite, and like last week they had a, a little promo video that I thought was great, talking about how Cody and the Young Bucks and Omega and Hangman were all supposed to be the big stars of AEW, but it hasn't gone that way, and they haven't been the winners they thought they were going to be, and it. And then, of course, Hangman's been going off on these, like, drinking benders and things like that. That's kind of... Yes. Yeah, that, that, that feels weird to me. <laughs> that storyline yeah. feels weird to me. Do we think Hangman's going to turn heel? I feel like he's going to break away and, and turn I heel. I think that's more believable than Private Party. I th- I he, think he was having drinks with the crowd. <laughs> like he, he, he was. He was having yeah. beers after. It, 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 he had three beers in two minutes. I know, and I know it's a storyline, but it reminds me of the Scott Hall years in, yes. in WCW, and it worries me sometimes because I'm hoping this yeah. guy is okay. I mean, <laughs> one thing I want to ask real quick um, about the drinking the beers thing, Josh in the booth. How many beers can you drink in two minutes? <laughs> Stadium beers, like in the plastic oh, cups. Stadium beers in two minutes. Two minutes. Just one. <laughs> Those are rookie numbers. Hey, man. Listen, if we're talking cans in two minutes, maybe two or three. Oh, uh, we got a lightweight. Just, uh, yeah. Listen. So, other new segment. We're gonna get a keg, and yes. we're gonna do two minutes. We're creating challenge. a lot of shows I like, right now. I like this, and we're gonna yoga keg stand. <laughs> yoga keg stand. It sounds like a great show. I'm invested already. We'll, we'll do drunken yoga afterwards, and uh, we'll see how good we can do the show after a race and see how many beers like, we can uh, drink. <laughs> It depends what kind of beer, though. Like cider beer, I could do that all day. You know, yeah, I can do it all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I'm really ready for Omega and Hangman to pop. I, they need to be in the main event. I I get that there's you only have so much space at the top, but I am ready for them to be at the top of the card. I'm ready for it. I'm done with them in the mid card. How do you guys feel about this? Uh, yeah, I've always I've always had a soft spot for both of them, Kenny Omega and. Hangman, so I'm down. Actually, that intrigues me because mm-hmm. to me, I feel like if I follow Kenny Omega, so it really yeah. disappoints me not to see him to be a bigger star at the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I always wonder what like someone that's barely watching him for the first time, what their thought process is, and I don't think he's getting that many favors right now. Like he needs to step up. 
I think he's doing the right thing by letting the main event. I, I get it. I get but it. he's the best. Just let him be. Just the best. let him let be him the best. Shine. Let him be the best. And when the he, crowd believes it. When he goes, he goes. He's the best bout machine. Yeah. Just let him do his thing. And someone else who wants to just see him do his thing is Pack, who was backstage. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard him talk. By the way. They finally yeah. let him talk, oh, and it point. freaked yeah. me out. I did not even know he had a British <laughs> accent. I was yeah. like, where did this come from? Yeah. It did. His voice does not match his body, yeah, and it was yeah. really disorienting it's, for me. It's terrifying. It was even scarier. He and got even scarier. Poor Michael Nagazawa. Like, again, just in the back doing his work. I don't know what he does backstage. <laughs> He's probably, like, filing some papers and work. stuff. Um, and putting it in a brutalizer... Pac wants a rubber match, meaning he wants to break the tie of one-on-one with him and Omega. Is that match, are we going to see that soon, or is that a revolution match? I've had this discussion with Anissa and um, Jessica. You guys don't like seeing the same matches over and over. Why was I not not a part of this conversation? I feel so... We hang out out after school. Yeah, we have actually another show on Thursdays. (laughs) (laughs) Roger's the lead host. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but we're not um, fans of repeat matches. You're over it. You guys are done. You want to see a move on to other Yeah, it was, I think it was Hangman and Pac that was just... It, it was the week you were gone. over and over yeah. and over. And we're just... Mm. I, yeah. I tend to agree. I think we've seen too many of the... I think all three of them need to move on to something else. Yeah. What that next thing is, I don't know. I'm not the booker. That's someone else's job. Let them do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm out of here. Uh, <laughs> um... Uh, but we do have a lot of other stuff that happened, and something I was really excited about was the women's match. Statlander versus Riho. To me, this felt like <coughs> Riho's first real title defense. How did you guys feel about this match? Oh, this match is what annoyed <laughs> me about the whole show. I think this was match this is too, you too. This match is kind of, Yes. Yes, it was. I could... Where should I start with what bothered me? Should I take it from the top? Take, take it from, from the, the top. top. Okay. Let's go. The floor is yours. Take it. So the first thing that didn't really sit well with me was uh, Brandy Rhodes' commentary. commentary. Oh my god! It was very unnecessary, in my opinion. I don't feel like it added anything to the mm-hmm. match. In fact, I found it distracting. That started trending actually. And um, it wasn't like believable. The dialogue wasn't good. It was just kind of there. And um, eventually, you know, I feel like it would have been a good match, Chris Statlander versus Riho. Like, I mm-hmm. like those two together, but it was completely overtaken by the Nightmare Collective, and it wasn't their moment. Like, this was mm-hmm. a title. If this was just another match, maybe, but it's not your time. Like, sit down. <laughs> and then Brandy coming out to, like, save the day... Why didn't you just walk out with them? I feel like that would have had so much more effect if you were just, you're walking in some triangle formation and you're the leader of the pack instead of your unnecessary commentary. And that's the tea. I think it was too much. Sip, sip. Sip, sip indeed. (laughs) Was it piping hot today, guys? (laughs) Sorry. I, I think it was too much at once. And I think we've discussed this on the show. This women's division is still building. And you can't add a lot of other elements when you're still building. Like, the, the the whole construction of this thing isn't built yet. So you can't start throwing in the collective and taking over before you lay the foundation. And I think 
that's what happened here. And they didn't even really get a real match. The whole thing was distracted either by the commentary or by, you know, the guy crawling out from under the ring. Like, you weren't even I, we paying gotta, attention I, yeah, to I, the I, actual wrestling. I felt bad for the competitors, actually. I, this was one of those situations where I, I don't think it was a little bit too much overbooking. Mm. I loved it. Oh, yeah. see, I love the whole go. thing. Oh my I God. love the whole thing. So first off, Statlander's great. I know she's not walking any runway soon, but she in the ring is great. Anytime. The soon. way she lifted mm. Riho up over her head was awesome. I thought she had a good match. I also love that they had the women at ringside because I and I've said this before about other title like matches because yeah. it makes it feel like it's important, like they're actually out there to see it. Um, and Anissa, then, uh, Anissa said Jessica should be the AEW producer for the women's division. Ugh, I love Anissa. I miss oh. you tonight. <laughs> and uh, I agree. You should. Ugh, and I so uh, I agree. I thought the, I thought Brandy's commentary struggled. I think it's one of those things where it's it's a different skill set, ta- like doing different types of mic work, as we know in, in doing this, that sometimes you know just being in different spots or doing different things can become tricky. Uh, so I agree that was a little rough, but... What I loved about this is we now have storylines within the women's division. Uh, something that really stood out, obviously the attack afterwards, and uh, Statlander and Riho working together, but then when uh, Sheeta got up and joined to help protect them, that was but cool. Britt Baker yeah. stayed, stayed sitting. Mm-hmm. That's, I think that's a huge, huge plot point. Uh, also, Big Swole and Sunny Kiss came out to, to the defense, uh, Luther, who is a deathmatch artist from Japan, says Excalibur. Um, I think I when he came out and he exhibit. said, uh, <laughs> "Since uh, uh, exhibit, that's what Brandy kept oh, calling yeah, she him. Called Excalibur. She kept was calling it, him. Excalibur. Do you think that was on purpose? I don't. Or, that's my point. I don't know. It was either so, she yeah. either she doesn't know her own. She did call him Exhibit. Name. I heard that. Too. Yeah, I think it was probably a joke. But <laughs> but uh, but in any case. Uh, as soon as he came out, I could hear Anissa talking, like screaming at her TV. She wants a death match with John Moxley, <laughs> uh, so I think that'd be cool. Something I, I wanted to ask, though, that I think is is an interesting question. I've mentioned it before. I'm a big proponent to this, but Jessica, there was a moment when Luther grabbed Statlander's arm. Would you like to see intergender matches, men versus women, or would you be against that? Oh boy. This is a this is a controversial question, <laughs> yeah. Jack. Have at it, Jessica. Um, I just don't know if it's necessary. Okay. I don't. I don't. I'm not gonna say no. Don't do it ever. But yeah. do you want to see that? Like, do you want to see? <laughs> is that you something do? you're into, Jack? <laughs> okay. Again, maybe take this yeah. up with your therapist. I don't know. Can we get that whipping sound again? I just, <laughs> yeah. I just like why do why don't we let women shine? Why don't we let men shine? Like equality. It doesn't have to be equality against each other. It could be equality in their own right. I, I agree. You know? I don't think it's necessary. I like it when everything's mixed together in one giant pot. And I don't like anything being separated. So <laughs> So you what. would fight me. Oh. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Well, I'm not fighting. I'm not. Okay. That, you, just, you just. Okay. okay. What you, asked you asked for that. You completely asked for that. Listen, I am a pacifist. Mm. I do not agree with violence in any way, shape, or form. Is that another uh, show we're going to do? That said, let's talk about our next <laughs> New segment. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of you know getting away from the violence and everything, I want to throw it over to Jessica to distract her for just a little bit uh, longer as she I takes us punching. to... The runway. 
gave it to me tonight, but this is the best I could do. My pictures are, I would say, better. AEW on TNT Twitter verified account. I'm talking to you. Love you guys. But instead of gifts, why don't we post a high-quality photo here and again? Would that kill you? Would it kill you? You know, we there are after shows in the we world that could really use your help. We need you. We need to pull these in. Come on, guys. I mean, what's wrong with a photo? Right. Just a normal photo. I mean, this is too 2020 for me. All the gifts. I don't know. <laughs> I I chose Mel this evening. She was um she's the girl that caught my eye the most. She looked super tough. She looked like she could beat Jack's arse. Oh, well, okay. that's, that's fair. She fits apart. Yeah. <laughs> so I liked her. I thought she was tough. Um. Yeah. And then I, I went with Cody tonight. He always just looks like an action figure to me. Like. Something you could literally pick yeah. off a shelf. Although his dream tattoo. What do we think about oh, that? Oh, so that's his father's name. Yes. Yeah. Okay. His dad was the American dream. But the, the, the font, I mean like. <laughs> but the font. I, I, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I, I know there's sentimental value, but okay. And he was rocking a t-shirt. Um, so he posted uh, during the Australia fires that he wanted to donate some money. So the t-shirt that right. he came out with. That was really um, cool too. It was from an old logo that he drew himself. And so all proceeds from that go towards the relief for that. Yeah, so, so cool. good job, Cody. And donate if you can. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Donate to the uh, any charities for helping the fires over there. Here in Southern California, we're very sensitive to fires. So definitely if you can help them out, please do. I agree. I wanted you to give a shout out to Tony Schiavone in that second picture, but I guess... Uh... Oh, and <laughs> Dylan Matthews in the chat said, gifts are the best. I'm offended. But we love your gifts. Oh, yeah. Your gifts are... <laughs> okay. Your <laughs> gifts are the best and you know it. You just insulted all of our followers. I, I was talking to AEW on TNT, not Dylan Matthews. Your gifts are my favorite. I, we love I don't agree gifts. With, I don't agree with her, Dylan. She's crazy. What's she new? tried to fight me. No, Dylan, we love we love him. Keep the gifts coming. <laughs> Speaking of crazy, um, we had da- Christopher Daniels versus Sammy Guevara. It, the match was kind of your typical young versus old. They've had a, kind of a feud going that young versus old thing. Uh, Daniels lost when Pentagon came out and challenged him to do a, his uh, best moonsault ever um, <laughs> because he, uh, he 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 botched a move recently in his match with Pentagon. I really like that they're actually playing on the botch. I don't know if the botch was intentional now, going back, but uh, I like that they're not just hiding from it and that they are embracing it as part of the story. See, um, I'm disagreeing with you all day today. You don't like it? <laughs> I, I don't... Uh, I'm not going to lie. I can't see him the same anymore after that. After the botch? Yeah. Yeah, he, he looks frail. Like I don't want. He looks frail. <laughs> He's just a frail little man. I still have time for Christopher Daniels. I'm still a fan of him. Uh, you so you, you, oh, well. Let me ask you, Josh. Uh, in this day and age, would you buy a ticket to see Christopher Daniels versus Pentagon Junior? Absolutely. Are you kidding me? That's like one of the premier matchups. You're thinking Christopher Daniels, especially when you consider his work all the way from the independence and TNA and everything, absolute stud. And then you think Pentagon Jr., uh, insane. Why we should have it. We should have it. Yes. I, Ryan in the booth. One ticket sold. One. <laughs> <laughs> Foam finger in the front row. 
Um, so the the story of this continues though. After the match, the Dark Order come out and they try to recruit Christopher Daniels. Christopher Daniels says no. It was a, it was a night of not joining groups today. Uh, SC they they go to beat him down. SCU comes out. The Young Bucks come out as well. Roger, do we see Dark Order as a legit? threat in AEW? Are they no longer kind of the goofy AEW dark cast-offs? Are they... Oh, if you ever thought they were goofy, you have issues. Like, you have a problem. They are not goofy at all. I've been been like their number one supporter (laughs) on this show. Boulder Dash! I cry. What? I cry. (laughs) So dramatic. Uh, So, are you liking them? Are you liking this direction they're going? I I think the Dark Order is always going to I don't. I don't want to be negative, but I know. But it's hard. But sometimes. it's hard not to when you give me this. The Dark Order wants to be tough. They closed out 2019. Mm-hmm. Don't forget the last show we saw. The last time we were here, they closed off the show with them beating the whole roster up. This yeah. is true. Like this is true. And they had a bunch. They lost some members like during the Christmas break. By the way, like, <laughs> <laughs> they were stacked around Christmas. Right. I don't know where those people are now. Well, they couldn't throw a punch, so they're not allowed it in the group anymore. Uh, Too much internet for you. (laughs) (laughs) What else am I supposed to do on a holiday break? You get on on the old internet. Interwebs. Uh, (laughs) One of the things I like about this episode, so the the crux of it all, we disagree on whether or not we like this episode. One of the reasons I like this episode, one of the reasons it stood out to me, is that looking at this match and looking at some of the other things we've talked about is it feels like they have a lot of stories that are layering right now. And when you look at wrestling in the past or a lot of other wrestling out there, it's very one-dimensional. It's, I'm feuding with, a wrestler A is feuding with wrestler B, they have a, a promo, then a match, then a second match, then they're done. Where this, I love how Hangman Page and Kenny Omega are going through issues while also Pac and Omega, excuse me, are having issues. I like that... Christopher Daniels is having issues with Guevara, Pentagon, and the Dark Order. I That's like fair. that. I like that a lot of this stuff is like like everything. You like you mess. like mess. I like <laughs> messes. Like I said, I like it all thrown in the pot. I don't want to see your room shaken up. It's it's very orderly if you don't understand the system I have. Uh, it's, <laughs> Uh, so that's what I like about this is I like that it, nothing is straightforward. I love that you kind of are wondering what's going to happen when different people get in the same room with other people. And to me, that's fun. It feels very uh, <laughs> Avenger movie, if that makes sense, where you take all these oh, crazy characters yeah. and they're thrown Combine together, them all in. and now we're seeing what happens. I, I like that. I like that analogy. You're, no. a, you're a Royal Rumble type of guy. I love the Royal Rumble. It's my, one of my all-time favorites. Um and in fact, I'm going to be on the after show for the Royal Rumble on January 26th. Check it out here on After Buzz TV. Josh in the booth, I think you're going to be producing that one as well, right? Yes, I am. I'm pretty much the Thanos of After Buzz TV. Oh, what? <laughs> Except for NXT. That's Ryan's show. It's it's true. I'm. That means I'm one of his little... Uh, Creeper? <laughs> creeper people. We've already established Thanos. this. Thanos. Um, <laughs> you're, my little, you're my little creeper, Jack. One of the, <laughs> can, can we get another whipping so sound sweet. again? Aww, you're, you're, so, you're so nice. Uh, I think that's, that's, a good, that's a good place to go ahead and bring up the Elite of the Week. Elite of the Week. That's right. It's our top five. The first top five of the decade. Starting at number five, he is the champion, Chris Jericho. 
he did not have a good start, but he's the champion. What am I supposed to do? Put him at number six? No, he's uh. number five. He is Le Champion for a reason. And at number four, we've got Hangman Adam Page. He's getting a few drinks in him, but that means he's starting to spice up. I like a sloppy Adam Page. He's getting interesting. He's getting fun. I can't wait to see him move up in the world. And then at number three, it's Riho. She had her first real title defense today. And I think we'll look back at the this episode as the episode that the women's division finally started off right. At number two, we've got MJF. This guy doesn't wrestle, but he still owns every episode he's on. (laughs) Who doesn't want to see him get punched in the face? He's doing such a good job, and he's got the boss in his pocket. And number one, it's John Moxley. He has never looked bad. He always gets the upper hand, whether it's beating up the inner circle or some other schmuck in the ring. John Moxley, still the top of the food chain. All right. And that was your Elite of the Week. That was your Elite <laughs> of the Week. Of the week. <laughs> that was good. Someone said Hangover Page is his name now. <laughs> external Shockwave. Hangover Page. That looks like a t-shirt. Yeah, it's Ex- good. External Shockwave, you should write that one yeah, down. Yeah, that one's good. Yes. And send it into AEW on TNT or Pro Wrestling Tees <laughs> or whoever does their merchandise. Whoever does those gifts. <laughs> yeah, so that was a that was a little bit of disagreement in 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 the in the room on whether or not we enjoyed this episode. But uh, I hate it when we fight. Overall, <laughs> overall, overall, I thought that it led to some good discussion. So uh, you know, I think, think all in all, it's good. Uh, to go ahead. Next week we've got Bash at the Beach. So Woo-hoo. go ahead and make sure to check that out. As well as after that, the week after is the Rock and Rager show. We're lined up for some pretty big shows. You guys, do you think we're gonna that? have a cool setup next week or something? God, I hope so. Oh, I want some beach stuff. Oh, in Miami for sure. Yeah, yeah. I should get some sand. I hope it's outside. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love outdoor wrestling events. For some reason, they're always a lot more fun. The the yeah. Uh, what was the show where um. The last AEW show, the New Year's show, the, yeah. that arena was spectacular. It was yeah. amazing. I love different sets. That's yeah, great. it just makes it fun. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we got two big shows coming up. Uh, I'm excited to see it. You guys all definitely got to join us there. Until then, Roger, can you go ahead and let everyone know where they can find you online? You got it. Uh, look up Beat Supreme on Instagram or Roger uh, underscore Corral on Twitter. And Jessica. Jessica O'Connor underscore on Instagram, Jessica or J O'Connor with three N's on Twitter, and someone in the comments actually asked for my dog's Instagram, oh. and you better believe I already made one. That's at Sweet Baby Kiki K E K E underscore. Good She's Lord. so cute. Good Lord. <laughs> and Josh in the booth. You guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at J O A L three two three. And also make sure to check out Anissa Barr. I'm Jack Farmer. You can find me at jackcfarmer.com as well as at Real Jack Farmer across all social media. Also make sure to check out the WWE Raw After Show every Monday night at 9 p.m. Pacific right here on AfterBuzz TV. Until next time, do your best and be yourself. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. 
views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.